Hello, good morning. God bless you. It's a beautiful day. You are all welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet with Festus Flourish Ose Moahu. Today is the 27th day of the month of January 2021. You are most welcome. You are blessed. God bless you. Okay. All right. Here we go. Today we're going to continue from where we stopped yesterday. And uh, I, I, like I did promise yesterday, I'm actually going to be doing the third episode um, with this broadcast today. Um, okay. Let, let, let me just do a little bit of background to this, just in case you're joining us for the first time. We are looking at the topic this farmer called husband. And uh, today is the 21st episode. That means we've had 21 um, episodes. And then, of course, recently we started on a subtopic, the husband's tools for farming. Assuming, I mean, everybody have come to speed with the fact that the husband means a farmer. A husband is from the word husbandry, meaning the one who farms. And we're saying he has a, a seed that he farms, and that is the bride. Yeah, he's the farmer of the bride. And but we're saying that he actually has tools, just like every farmer, he has a tool or tools, as the case might be, depending on what needs to be planted at every point in time. And of course, I hope you know that it's not the tool you use in planting, that sometimes you use in weeding. All right, depending on what the one that is applicable per time. Now, we looked at the first tool, which is the tool of vision, and of course, the tool of understanding. We had the first part, we had the second part, looking at understanding in two places. I mean, I insisted I was going to do it the third episode because it, 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 this is actually the bedrock. This is the bedrock of harmonious relationship in marriage understanding it all comes down to understanding any marriage that is succeeding today that is successful it is all about good understanding between both of them the husband and the wife and who is that person that should really employ this tool much more is the husband because we're saying the woman is a sophisticated machine and she really is so complicated let me use the word. The sophistication of this woman makes her so complex and complicated in the way she does things. There's a way the woman will do things today. You will just like her. Then you turn again, she does another one again, another time you'll be wondering. That is who she is. Sometimes I used to argue that some women don't even know who they are or don't even understand themselves or why they do what they do. Yeah. Should we not rather look at that as being sophisticated? Maybe a little bit more complex than herself? And I'm saying if our husbands should be a little bit more, more understanding in the way they handle the wife and deal with their wife issues, a whole lot will be better. No wonder 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7 says that husbands should work with their wife according to knowledge. In other words, there is something you need to know about your wife and, of course, understand her. So, we couldn't complete it yesterday, but, and, of course, like I said, we're going to continue from where we stopped yesterday, hoping that uh, we take that on a long stretch today and uh, completely 
digest what this understanding and the role of understanding really um, is when it comes to the man's relationship, the husband's relationship with his wife in marriage. Now, if you recall yesterday while I was running up, I was trying to make us understand how the woman often feels when the husband betrays her sexually. In other words, when the husband cheats on her. That's the complexity of the woman. Maybe our husbands don't really know what cheating means to the woman. And so I'm just going to put the cards on the ground and you understand why in her complexity, cheating means something different to her than it means to the man. To the man, cheating is just fun. It's just the show of supremacy, the masculinity, the masculine domination. I mean, he can cheat and get away with it. He's just been a man. He's, he's a bully, you know, literally. The man, macho, okay, the alpha male kind of stuff. At best, that's just what it means to the man. If I am magnanimous, I can apologize to her for it, for cheating on her. If I'm not, I just let it be. Who cares? Let her do her worst. That's the way the man sees it. But it's different for the woman. If you don't understand this, you won't understand why you need to stop cheating on your wife or you need to at least, you know, allow her to cry when she's been beaten up. They say you don't beat up a child and then you keep the child away from crying. At least if you beat a child, let the child cry. So sometimes when we complain that, oh, our wives are doing things that too, you know, um, how will I put it now? Just uh, monitoring them about, she's so bitter about the husband because uh, he cheated on her once. Ah, you hear some men even say, just because I cheated on her once. You don't know what it means to the woman. You don't know. Okay, now, let, let, me, let me take it like this. The man and sex is all about game and fun. To the man, sex is just game, it's fun, and that's it. To the woman, sex is life and submission. I tell that again, sex is her life and submission. And that is why you would have noticed that um, maybe while you were chasing your wife up and down and there was a need for you to engage in sex, it was something that she didn't want to give up easily. Women don't give it up easily, except the ones that uh, their elasticity has has really broken up. All right, but the average woman wouldn't give you her body easily. And some of you husbands out there hearing the sound of my voice, you know what I'm talking about. While you were courting her, you're going out with her, except she you met her as a whore. Otherwise, if you met her as a very disciplined girl. You know, at that time, I know it was a little bit stressful, difficult before she got to, I mean, allow you to have sex with her. That's because it's her life. It's a private encounter. She, when she gives it up, she's like, she's literally giving up her life. And it means a great deal to her. It means a word to her. And so when she does that, that's why most women... When they have done that, it's like they have crossed the line of Rubicon. And they say, this is the man, this is the person I'm going to marry. So even when the man is misbehaving again, they just don't care. 
sentiments would overrule the game will become the order of the day and of course oh the guy is good is good because they've given up a part of their lives away now in marriage the woman eventually sees it as a mark of submission my husband wants it i, I just yield to to him is his own sweetheart how far now okay because she believes is the man's right to her body i wish most men would believe that their wives also have rights to their body but if there's anyone who believes that there's anything called right here i think it's a woman because easily you will even tell them ah don't don't deny your husband sex so how many times do we tell men don't deny your wife sex so because we think the man is always pro-sex but we know we have a lot of women out there very high number of women out there whose husbands have been denying them sex intentionally they've been locked up and their husbands won't give them sex but unfortunately most men don't know that the wife also have rights to their bodies so but basically for the woman sex is a mark of submission it's just a way of letting the man know that look i've given you my all and this belongs to you as well so now on these two counts on these two grounds um a source of uh, a symbol of life to her and of course a symbol of submission the woman is always very very concerned about the husband keeping that promise that value honoring her body because of that you know um value that she has attached to sex giving into the husband so the woman the wife wants to have the husband all to herself at least she has also given her body all to this man so i mean the equation balances out itself much more she looks at it with a deeper sense of feeling this is my life and this is my mark of submission so when that man goes out for whatever reason it is maybe there was a crisis there was an issue and uh, he feels justified he goes out and of course you know sometimes when women are angry and they suddenly want to because yeah you would have noticed when they're angry they wouldn't want to give their bodies away i mean give her body to the husband that's because it's life to her everything revolves around it you you can be beating her you expect her to yield to you if when she does so she's going to do it out of duty and um, she will be hurting on the inside because ideally sex is supposed to be a celebration of her yieldedness and her life to the man so there will be a holder of reservation and that's why easily the woman will say no i don't want you to have access to my body not because she doesn't want to be because sex now means something different to her whenever the husband comes on top of her body it's like you practically punishing her it's something that's supposed to be a mark of yieldedness and the celebration of life now she knows something is wrong somewhere the husband is cheating on her the husband is abusive and you're still asking me to give him body okay now i will because i'm a good wife but deep down in her heart she's dying she just wish the the sexual um, time will just be up be over i mean that woman won't be concerned and be bothered about uh, climaxing as well okay you need to make me climax i mean once once the man is done she is also done and so to her access is just punishment so i'm just putting on this castle you understand the way the woman sees these things 
So when the man goes out and cheat on the wife, you actually practically destroy the essence of her life. Down there on her mind, she's going to go through a lot of things. Most importantly, self-torture. Because she's going to be asking a lot of questions. And this question is like practically will be making herself to torture herself. Why? Why did my husband do this to me? I have so much trust on him. What is it I'm not giving to him? And of course, to get to realize that the women or the woman this man is even going out with is not even as, you know, what can be compared to her arm. Literally, let me put it that way. And then she just kind of understand why her body is her husband's own without any restriction. So why would my husband take his eyes away from this and, and go for another woman? That's who the woman is. Because she's an emotional being, she's going to put all these things together. Because love, sex to her is life and then is submission. So husbands, you need to understand. That's why you can't afford to cheat on her. It breaks her. It destroys her. It takes something away from her. You know, it's like... Um, um, how will I put it now? Evacuating someone from his or her rightful family. Okay, when, when you... Someone that belongs to a family, the father wakes up tomorrow and um, he says... Your daughter, I disown you today. Get out of my house. I don't want to see you again. That, that's what it does to the woman. Because the home of the woman in marriage is the man. Like I did establish yesterday. The rib, from whence the woman was taken from, I mean, the natural resources that led to the production of the, of, of the woman, is by the side of the man. I mean, it's closest to the heart. So that means that um, there's a raw material that is supposed to be very close to the woman and if the, uh, the heart of the man and if the woman is to connect to that raw material as the basic elements for bringing her into reality what it means is that she is to connect with the man as if she's connecting back to her home that's where she was taken from and that's actually what sex means to the woman in, mar- in, in marriage it's like a return back home that's why a wonderful husband who is very caring to the woman is like tr- truly the definition of home sweet home for the woman. Yeah, she's lost in that ambience of love, that ambience of care. Truly is like a home for her. That's why every woman treasures her home when it's working, treasures her marriage when it's working. But most importantly, it's the man behind the marriage, the man behind the marriage that she treasures. Just knowing that this husband is there for her. Because, I mean, she was taken away from the side of the man. And there is always that yearning, that desire to always be where the man is. If you have women fight today, you have women gossip today, you have women talk today, it's always about relationship. It's about the man. Bible said that desire shall now be that of the husband. So there is so much that makes the man to be the home truly for the wife. So when you cheat on her, it's like you evicted her from her home. You know what that is? I don't know if you have ever suffered a rejection from your loved ones. That's how she feels. She feels she's been rendered homeless. So where will she turn to? 
Now, husbands, take note of this. A woman after pregnancy, after a while in marriage, she's already going to be finding it difficult to come to terms with the fact that she's still beautiful and the husband still value her. She, she, he still respects her and um, appreciates her looks because okay, after pregnancy, the law of diminishing returns starts setting in depreciation here and there. The woman needs to keep up with that pace. And that's why often a time, obviously, you often hear women or wives ask their husband, do you still love me? They want that reassurance. They want that understanding that, okay, in spite of the depreciations, okay, the breast that used to be sharp shoulder, pointed, now it's begging for mercy like slippers, all right? Now, she wants to be reassured that uh, the husband still appreciates her. After all, the breast is in that shape because of the man's children. I mean, he had children, courtesy of the man. And of course, the man must have also done a good job on the breast as well. You know, so she's already battling with that. And most women would have that problem of low self-esteem because they feel they're no longer as beautiful as the way they used to be. And maybe this is what accounts for why you have a lot of women these days painting up like masquerade just to look extra beautiful. Otherwise, beauty is not actually in the display of colors. It's not in the display of um, the physical endowment. Beauty is a thing of the heart. It's something that lies on the inside. You can be married to the most ugly woman, literally, and you still see her very beautiful because it's the heart. And so the woman wouldn't mind if that's what the husband sees. But if after a while she realizes the relationship the way it used to be is no longer that way, the man is secretly receiving calls, he would chat late in the night, sometimes 2 a.m. in the night, he is still busy chatting and he would be backing the wife while he's chatting, and of course he would uh, get into a private room to go and receive calls when she walks into the room to ask if he wouldn't come and join her in the bed, he's going to reduce the tone and he might practically not say anything again until the woman leaves. Um, the phone is always password, um, locked up. Um, she doesn't have access to basic information and he, she keeps seeing strange numbers, calling the husband. And all those, you know, you know what I'm talking about. For the woman, whether there is a presence of cheating or an act or sexual morality or not, all of these things already would put pressure on her. What could be going on? Is it that my husband no longer loves me? Only for him to now practically, for her rather, to practically, you know, discover with evidence that the husband is really cheating on her. Oh, friends, it, it, it's, it's like, um, well, the third, the, the, the third world war hasn't taken place. And we pray it doesn't take place. Now, let me, it's like the first and the second world war becoming a third world war in, on her mind. That, that's how it is. It's like two world wars going on on her mind. Husbands, I, I'm saying this because I want us to empathize with our wives, with the women. It's not always easy for her when you cheat on her. It's like her world has come to an end. All the submission, what happens to it? She feels foolish most of the time. She will feel used and dumped. She will feel inadequate. She will feel useless. I could go in on and on and I could use any of these words. That's how she feels most time. And it's always hurting. I mean, as a man, you just don't want to be in her shoes. If she cheats on you, and as a man, well, 
I mean, uh, the main uh, temperament, very short temperamental being. God forbid you have evidence against your wife in um, adultery or cheating on you. You know, on a very good day, the woman will not even step into the house again. From wherever she's coming from, you're going to fling her things away and ask her to go. Family members will raise an uproar about it. Oh, go, you can't stay here. Adulterers, ooh, you know that kind of stuff. They're going to make a very large case out of it. But what happens if it's the man? And you even call the parents of the man or the siblings. They'll say, eh? But why is our brother doing like, okay, we'll talk, we'll talk to him, that's how it ends. Let the woman do it. Nobody hears will talk to her. It's the husband's people that will call. Oh, we give you ultimatum. You must see all these things weigh down the woman. You may not understand as a man how she feels, but it's it's like a virus that eats her. You know what it is? Every day, knowing fully whether you are going out and you might likely go to sleep, have sex with another woman before coming back. And then you now come back and you are asking her, um, you know, with all the pretending tone, because she knows she has evidence against you. And you're saying, can we do bedroom fellowship? Do you, do you know how mean she would see that man? It's like you're using blades to cut her soul. That's what cheating mean on the woman. I'm saying this because husbands, I want us to understand this woman. She's such a complicated being, if you want to put it that way. She's different from us. She's different from you. Cheating hurts her. And I'm appealing to us. This is part of the understanding we need to have about her. She's a detailed person. She's a very emotional person. When she puts her heart into it, she will put all her all into it. So when you break her, she will also easily be offended. And she will also easily die within herself. But we live in a society where it's a man's word. And so who cares? So she can't even cry. If she does, you say, hey, you want to break your marriage. Just go and take it. Do you know what we are going through? And so most women just will stay back there dying in silence. So please, if you're hearing the sound of my voice right, man, please do to your wife what is right. This kills her. Cheating kills her slowly as if you poisoned her. And I believe you wouldn't want to do that. Please get to understand what it does to your wife and refrain from it. God bless you. Wow, I, I wish I could continue, but again, time is always an issue because this podcast is always timed. Let's just hold it here. Tomorrow we're going to consider another tool, all right? We're done with understanding that, so we're going to be considering another tool tomorrow. God bless. I hope this edition has blessed you. Why don't you share with someone? And in case you are receiving this for the first time, you can connect with us via our WhatsApp number, plus 234 and we will connect back with you. God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow. Don't forget until then, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must always be students. God bless you. Shalom. Do have a great day. Bye.